0: The first Sicha of Parshas Vayeitze. we're going to be using the translation into Lashna This Sicha is a very interesting one, it's actually, was originally said as a mimer, and, uh, but it has been transformed into a Sicha, so we're going to see a lot of ideas of Chassidus in this particular Sicha. Sif Lepirchas, regarding the blessing that Hashem gave to Yaakov, that you will spread forth to the west, to the east, to the north and to the south. Um, I'm using specifically the translation of Farazta as spreading out because that will be the underlying idea of this particular tzichah. So Even though Rashi does translate, Farazta means that you will strengthen uh, and you'll become stronger and, uh, as, uh, in all directions. But this Sikha fits better the translation that you will spread forth. So Omer Khazal that whoever takes pleasure and delight in Shabbos will be giving a will be given an inheritance which has no limitations as it says then you will take delight on with god but and you will i will give you to a feast on the nachla, the inheritance of Yaakov. like it's not like uh, the Inheritance of Ram, not like the inheritance of Yitzchak, that both of these inheritances were limited, because it says by Avram Bino that he would go that wherever you walk from the width and the length of the land, you will inherit. And by Yitzchak, it says all the lands all, lands, all of these lands, all of these lands, which are limited types of limit uh, of inheritances, you will spread forth in all directions, meaning as there will be no limit for his Nachlas. So we're saying is that those who take the light in the Shabbos will be given the Nachlas of the which will be is really the Nachla of Yaakov. So, schar mitzehuk yirdu amida knegamida, but zarh loven b'mam mitzvah oynik Shabbos ibchinus b'le Mitzrayim. Hashem tamze gam schar he nachl We know a very fundamental rule is that the reward of mitzvahs is always measure for measure. So we need to understand what exactly is the mitzvah of oynik Shabbos which is on a level without any Mitzarim, without any limitations, that because of that we will give the Get Aschar of a nachla Bli Mitzarim. Meaning we need to understand what is this B'li Vul, this limitless part of Oinik Shabbos, which because of this limitless idea, which is in the Oinik Shabbos, therefore will be Yizayichah to Anachla Bli Mitzarim. There needs to be some type of B'li Vol there. The Rebbe does bring down um, in Ha'ara 5, a few answers. So said, the Rebbe says Re'e Beis Yosef. He also says, "Look, that the Chadusha goddess Marsha." So the Beis Yosef says uh, uh, an interesting answer. He says, "Is because on Shabbos a person spends uh, without any limitations to have Einik Shabbos. Meaning is you need to have Einik Shabbos, and whatever that costs, you pay for it. So in a sense that Midah, Kenayim you are you will spend what you will spend as much as you can, uh, you need to in order to have Einik Shabbos. Therefore, you will be Zeichet Einik." to this of the Mitzar. The Mashal gives a, uh, a different type of answer. He says the idea of Oynik Shabbos is the pleasure that comes from the Neshama, the Neshama Yisera that a person has. And because of the Oynik Shabbos that a person has, he it's in a sense a meain of the Yom Shakuli Shabbos. So the Oynik that you have on Shabbos and you're giving that pleasure to your Neshama, that in a sense makes us be worthy of Having Yom Shekulah Shabbos, meaning be Zoichht Mashiach. So, just like Mashiach, Yom Shekulah Shabbos is something without any limit, and you're the one that's bringing this world of Yom Shekulah Shabbos. Therefore, as a Sakhar for that, you will also get an Oinig, which doesn't have any Nachalah. So, those are two uh, answers that are given over there. But we're going to see the rub is going to give a fantastic answer. In a sense, maybe the Pnimiyas of the gives gives really the essence of what this idea is, and then. The answers of the Beisiris of Marsha will flow really from the essential answer that the Rebbe is going to show us. So, this idea that the schar on guarding Shabbos is the bracha of, and you will spread forth, you will have a nachla without any mitzvah. We find this idea by Yaakov. Amr Chazal the Chazal tell us this is in. Um the Berish Rabbah, that Avram, Shainkas Baishmir Shabbas, Yarash Silum Bemida, Shenamar Kumhasalak Baarit La Arcl Rahba. That Avram that it does not it's doesn't it doesn't it's not written by him that he guarded the Shabbos, so therefore he he uh, inherited the world in a measured way. As the Pasuk says, that Hashem is talking to Abraham, you know, he says, go and walk and travel the land to its, to its length and to its width, and you will inherit wherever you walk. But by Yaakov, you know, that it does say by him that he guarded the Shabbos, because it says in the Pasuk, this is when Yaakov is traveling back from Lavan. He just um, met with Esav and he continues traveling. He reached, finally reaches the city of Shechem. And it says that he reached the city of Shechem and then he had camped in front of the city. So the Madrush tells us, what is this idea that he's camping? Like, why is the Pasuk saying this idea of Yicham? We don't find that by any of the other journeys of Yaakov. Like, for example, earlier when he was in a place called Sukkot, it doesn't say Yicham. So what does that mean? Camping. So it tells us, that he entered when the sun was red, meaning it was right by shkia on a Friday. And he's established for himself the Tchumim while there is still day. The Tchumim is the idea that a person has 2,000 almas of where his uh, place of lodging is on Shabbos. If you set a place of lodging, you have 2,000 almas around that particular area. If the person doesn't set uh, a a Tchum, or if he leaves that Tchum, that he only has 4 almas to walk. You're able to walk in a 4 almas radius if you don't have anything, or if you leave the Tchum that you established... But regularly, a person has a tchum, that's the place where you have your food. Um, usually it's in one's home, but if a person traveling or he needs to set up another tchum, he's able to set up uh, either with his thought or actually by action, putting a food somewhere, and then he establishes his tchum in that area, and then he'll get a, a, a 2,000 miles from there. So anyways, the point is that why does it say that he camped by the at Eros? Because it was right before Shabbos, and therefore he had to make a specific type of camping in order to make this tchum. So therefore, we see he kept the Shabbos, so Yarish es ha'elam Midah midas shnaber ha'izrach ha'kafar arz. So therefore, he inherited the world without any Midah. as it says ha'izrach ha'kafar because he kept Shabbos. So Mefarshim bi'haru shapir shapir shatavus of Rambam she'en kusud by sheir Shabbos loisha she'en niska b'terav chalal she'kay mitzvahs ha'Shabbos. When it says by Rambam vino you know, that that does, it's not written by him that he guarded the Shabbos. It doesn't mean, for sure, doesn't mean that he didn't keep the Shabbos. And it doesn't even mean that the Torah doesn't mention it. It just means that the Torah doesn't mention it clearly. It means, it doesn't mean it doesn't say anywhere in the Torah that he kept Shabbos. Because it says in the Pasuk, It says by Avram that he guarded the statutes. And he guarded the guardians of God. Which would include, of course, Shabbos. Even the laws of the Avram of Ki'im. Rather, it means it didn't say it clearly or on its own, specifically regarding Shabbos. It just says, Rather, just in a general format, which is, he kept all of the Torah. So it includes everything all together. In a more specific way, which is specifically talking about the idea of Shabbos. That's why we're saying, the Medrash is saying that it focuses on Yaakov that he kept Shabbos. That's why he zayicha to enachal Bli mitzar. So the Torah regarding Yaakov, but not leikav Ram. So this, that the mitzvah shmir Shabbos is stressed in the Torah regarding Yaakov and not by Ephraim, even though they both kept it. So why is the Torah stressing it by Yaakov? How so is that? That itself is the proof that Yaakov kept Shabbos in a different way, in a more specialized format than all the other mitzvahs. And because of the special quality that he had in keeping Shabbos, that's why he was zayichah, that idea of Look at our R14. sixty nine, That whenever the Torah says about a specific mitzvah that the Aves did, that means that that mitzvah is connected to his identity. Like by Avram, it speaks about Avram's chesed, hechach hech orchim. By Yitzchak, it speaks about, which is the idea of chesed. By Yitzchak, it speaks about the digging of the wells, which we know is the idea of Guru. And by Yaakov, it speaks about the idea of Shabbos. That means that Shabbos has to do with the Midah of Yaakov, which is the Midah of Tveris. So, Gamsarach Lamer. Shemzat shemeivin kol prat mitzah Shabbos sheKaim Yaakov v'inu ma ha He says, from this... Also, we need to say another point that from all the different details regarding Shabbos, the Torah specifies that Yaakov established tchumen, meaning that in the guarding of Shabbos. That the Torah tells us that Yaakov and Vinu did. It tells us one specific detail that how do we know he kept Shabbos? Is because he did tchumen. So that's also important. It's moving shavta bracha foratz Shaykh l'shailch Shabbos b'cholala. So it's understood that this bracha of Ferazta, even though we know it has a connection to guarding Shabbos in general, like the Chazal said that Yaakov, that it's written that he kept Shabbos, so it's of course connected to the idea of keeping Shabbos in general, but nonetheless, this that the passage tells us that he kept Shabbos regarding the specific detail about Tchumim, we understand that the bracha is very much connected to the Indian of Tchumim. So that's point number two. So, point number, you know, let's read on. Meaning, another way of saying this is that the special uh, quality of kim, Shabbos, that Yaakov um, was able to do is especially emphasized in the fulfillment of the idea of tchum. So, vitzarach lahavan. The first point of the first question is what was the special quality of K'im Shabbos that Ya'akov had even greater than Avraham that because of that it's specifically Ya'akov he was Zaycha to the Bracha of Ufratzta. And the second question is why is this Quality expressed specifically by the detail of trumen. Gim. So if Yuvin Zavahek to Beer Admahim Soi Balagula Yut Kisliv, the Bamari Ata Echad Oyda Sachilup and Mitzvah Shabbos Pshamitzvah. So understand this idea through Hakdama of explanation of the Al Al of the Mitzvah Rebbe, the Mitzvah Rebbe who's Balagula um, is on Yut Kisliv, which was the day that the Rebbe actually said this Mimer, and uh, which I said at the beginning was transformed into Secha. So the Mittler Rebbe writes in his Meimor Ata the difference regarding Shabbos and other mitzvahs. The mitzvahs who that Tzadikim He says other mitzvahs which their fulfillment is through an act. Therefore, there's differences between the way how a tzadik can fulfill the mitzvah and how a regular person can fulfill the mitzvah. For example, putting on tefillin across from the heart and on the head by great tzaddikim. As we know, that by a tzaddik, his heart and his mind is a much greater level. So when by by other people, by regular people. So when a tzaddik is doing the mitzvah tefillin, um, his fulfillment of that mitzvah is a much greater way because we know the mitzvah of Its purpose is that you're supposed to. Maybe Mishabot HaMayich fala means you're, you're subjugating your mind and you're giving over your mind and your heart over to Hashem. So yes, both the tzaddik and the regular person put on the physical mitzvah the same way, but at the actual fulfillment of the mitzvah, how they're doing the mitzvah, the tzaddik is able to fulfill the mitzvah on a much greater level. Um, and similarly by other mitzvahs. Just to point out, um, because we know that many tzichas, um sometimes compares the mitzvah of learning Torah to mitzvahs and says by Torah where it all has to do with one's mind how much you can understand then there's real differences between a big tzaddik or a very wise individual to a, a paschata person that is unable to think to the same level of depth Masha'inka by the film of the mitzvah everybody could put on film the same way everyone's able to do the act so definitely of course it's true that regarding relative to the mitzvah of Talmud Torah that everybody by doing an act is doing the same thing but when we're comparing the mitzvah of tefillin or doing any type of physical act, to the mitzvah of shamus, we're going to see there still is a difference. Uh, but, 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 you know This difference is everything's relative. So there will be a difference is that by the tzaddik, when he does that same mitzvah, yes, the actual physical act would be the same, but how he does that physical act would be much different because the tzaddik is going to have a much, his arm, his, his mind, his heart is on a higher level. Therefore, also the mitzvah is being fulfilled on, on a, on a much higher level. Because the Shibot HaMayach, the Shibot love, would also be on a much greater level. And similarly, by, by any mitzvah, mitzvot tsadak, everybody can give the coin to the Ani, but tsaddik is able to do with that extra amount of love, that extra amount of, uh, of a smile, you know, that type of thing, even though the act might be the same, but everything that comes with it, the kavanis, and especially the way how it's fulfilled, uh, the, the energy, the lushma, would be different. So, but by the guarding of Shabbos, the essence or the techen of, guard, of sh- guarding Shabbos is resting. It's it's stopping from doing any type of act. So not doing work, everybody's the same. It doesn't make a difference if a person's a lawyer, or the person's a plumber. When you're resting, you're stopping the same, you're both resting the same way. So if you could be, a, let's say, a master plumber or, or, or a student, an apprentice. So when they're actually working, this guy does much better work than the simple apprentice. But when they stop doing the work, they both, in a sense, take the same type of lunch break. They're both not doing the work. When we're talking about negating, not doing something, then there's no differences between one yid and another. Therefore, even by simple people, the resting is from regular work. Ha shvisa melachas mishkan. While by great those who are working in a sense of the melachas on mishkan, working on the mishkan itself, um, then the shvisa is from not regular work, but it's a melacha which is done in the mishkan. The like tzaddik, he's working in the mishkan in in, in a sense. So the yesh negam shi some avides aburim shomay sochal. So everybody has this resting from this avidev aburim. Yes, he might do has the avides aburim melachas tam and a tzaddik has avides aburim. In but when they're stopping, when they're resting, it's the same. This is all differences in what they are resting from. But the essential resting itself, everyone is actually exactly the same. So And therefore, when a person does this mitzvah of resting completely, because in his eyes all of his work is done, because of the pleasure of Shabbos, he doesn't even think at all about his work, which is a a high dargah in a sense of, is not to think about at all any type of work, so you won't have any type of worries or stress from it. Then there's no greater work. So the Rebbe is pointing out that potentially, at least, Every single year, is able to do the shvisa in exactly the same way because it's not about what you're doing, which, you know, how can you do the same a level of work as, as a great person or an expert in his craft, but in a sense of resting, you do have that capability. You just don't, just don't think about it. You know, just don't uh, be stressed out. Just rest. That everyone is able to do. There asks, uh, R Seventeen star, Dharva asks a, a very important question. Um he says, so shouldn't ask that, isn't this the same thing by any I say Any mitzvah which are not supposed to do something, don't eat treif. So everybody's the same. He doesn't eat treif, I don't eat treif. So what's the difference between me and We're both doing that mitzvah in the same way. We're both not eating treif. Or we're both not stealing. What's the difference? So the Rebbe points out it's not exactly his point, but that's not correct, he says. I mean in a certain way, um, you know, relative to maybe a mitzvah essay, there's a greater comparison between the loyse seya and, and shmir shabbos between a essay and shmir shabbos. But if you want to look at a more detailed way, there was pointing out that there is still a difference. Ked le dogma, that gives an example. Loysa sey di loy l'chaim, but loy yil l'chal l'kimachem. Teichana ha'ista davay dezar the sha'ach lamuna v'das chuluk the katetzal mezaba ha'ista dasias avay dezar shta'ch v'v'chulas shabas avay dezar. He says there's a loysa not to do any, not to have any other gods. He says, "What's the essence of this isser? It has to do with your mind, your amuni, your belief system. You're not allowed to believe that there's any other gods. And as an outcome, because of your belief that you know there's only a Hashem and there's no other gods, therefore you're not going to make, there's an isser to do, make a vaydizara to bow down to a um, destroying the vaydizara. It all comes really from the essence of what the mitzvah is that you're, there is no such thing as any other god. So I think the Rebbe is trying to say is that similarly with." any other loisa say it's really there's a fundamental principle which is behind that loisa say and how much you understand it that's really how how your fulfillment would be for example not to steal what is the idea of not to steal from because you believe it's an idea of an amuna that you believe that everything comes from hashem and hashem gives you exactly what you need and what that other person needs hashem gives him therefore because of that understanding that everything comes from hashem there's no point in stealing so the actual not-stealing might be the same. Neither of us are stealing. But when we're talking about, in a sense, the toichen, the essence, which is behind it, there is a difference between the tzaddik. And the greater you're able to understand the difference is also, the in a sense, the greater appreciation you have of the avera. He says, By the shvisa, That actually is... The idea is resting. So it's not that there's something else behind it and then you're supposed to rest. The whole essence of this is resting, is not doing work. So not resting, everyone could do uh, the same. Okay, and I think, of course, um, you know, think about other, there's a lot of other examples, but, you know, think about it and try to clarify as much as possible uh, the differences over here. That's the Nekudah Sayyidina. Siv Basvaris had Tamla Kastra called to explain the reasoning why everything or everyone is equal in the Mitzvah of Shabbos. How can we all do this Mitzvah of Benucha the same? So we explained it on a, like a Balabantisha levels because we're just not doing work. But what's the penis? How taki is it that specifically this Mitzvah, everyone can do it the same? So The mitzvah explains because the main mitzvah of Shabbos is the resting of the nefesh uh, in its essence. Meaning is that the nefesh in a sense is returning to itself, returning to the echidah, which is higher. The echidah is the essence of the neshama, which is higher than any type of relations of mind and heart. To, to, to explain a little bit outside, as explained the Chassidus, that during the week, it's like a person that's working to make a beautiful kli, um, a beautiful vessel. So when he's working, he's, he's, his mind is involved, his, his heart is involved, his, his energy, his hands are involved. Um, but when he finishes that kli, all of a sudden, he's able to, all of his energies, in a sense, return back to who he is. He's not using anymore his mind and his heart and his hands. Every, all of his energy is able to return back to himself and he's able to, in a sense, enjoy his accomplishment, which in, in, has really two parts in it. A, he's not working anymore, he's resting. And B, he's able to appreciate what he's able to accomplish. That, ah, look at this fantastic, beautiful kli that was made. While you're working, you don't feel the pleasure. It's only once it's done and you're able to enjoy it, it's only when you're resting from the work. When you're involved in the work, you can enjoy what you're doing. It's only when you're stopping, and then you can appreciate. So similarly, Hashem working six days a week to create the world. So Hashem's working. He's involved only on the seventh day. When he returns, then he's able to appreciate him, uh, what, he, what he made. And similarly by us. All six days we're working on and all the different things that we're doing, uh, especially Ruch Nis the Kazachin. But on Shabbos, the Neshama returns to its essence and is able to really appreciate everything. So the Mayach and the lev, the energy of the Mayach, the energy of the heart, also returns to its essence, to the Yechidah. The Mitzvah Shabbos connected to the essence of the Neshama, which is the says, This is the real essential reason why there's no difference regarding Shmir or Shabbos. Because when we're talking about the Yechidah, there is no difference between one yin and another. We're all equal, from the greatest to the lowest, when we're talking about the Yechida, yichida means how you are unified and one with Hashem in your essence of your Neshama. So how much Seichel you have, how much Ratzan you have, how much Ava you have, of course there's differences. When we're talking about Hashem, just like in Hashem, Hashem is one. So also the Neshamas that all come from that same unity, everything is really one. We're all one with Hashem, so there's no differences. So on Shabbos we're all in a sense returning to that, and that's why the resting and the Oini which comes with it is the same. So we say, we say by Mincha, and we're we'll going to explain later in the Sikh why it's important that this Nusach, we're going to explain what the that explains what we say in Davin by Mincha time, which by the way, Mincha is the time of Yaakov. Uh, so it says that from you, from Hashem, is, is their is rest, and from their rest, they are able to sanctify your name. So the Mithalab explains that the Menucha Shabbos comes from Hashem, you, Hashem, from the essence of Hashem. As we said, it's the Yechida. Therefore, also by Yidin, the Menucha is connected to the essence of the Neshama, the Yechida. And through this Menucha, they are able to make her name, means the Inyan Shem Asuris al Hashem, Nimsa B'Shleimusa B'chol Yisrael B'Shava. The idea of serious on uh, for Kiddush Hashem is complete by every single year equally because the koyach of a serious nafesh comes from the Yechida. And as we just said, the Yechida means how you run with Hashem and that's why everyone's equal. And this is pshat, It says... With this manucha, they are Mekadish, your name. How through the manucha of Shabbos are they able to Kaddish, go on Misir Snapish? It's because the manucha of Shabbos and Kiddush Hashem are both connected to the Ikhita. So when a person reveals and is able to experience that manucha of Shabbos, that automatically also connects the idea of Misir Snapish. It's all really one idea. The manucha means how you are one with Hashem. How you are one with Hashem is also what brings a person to the Misir Snapish because he realizes there is nothing else besides Hashem. Therefore, there's no other option. You can't to disconnect from Hashem. You are one. That that is the only true reality. Look at R twenty five. Um, That's the P'riets Chaim the Sude Harizal. The Chavodum serves nafesh on Kiddush but omi yaktishu shemachah. That Rizal is written by in the Rizal that um, you're supposed to be mechavin that you're real that you're going to go and serve nafesh when you say these words yaktishu shemachah. So we've seen this idea of Yikdish Hashanah doesn't just mean a general type of Kedish Hashanah, it means literally being Moisir Nafesh. And that comes to the idea of the Menucha. Okay. Just to recap before we go Viter, just to make sure uh, everyone's... uh, So we just, we asked the original question was, why is it through? The of Oinik Shabbos and Shmir Shabbos in general, a person is able to be Zeichatanach li Mitzarim. What's that believable aspect of Oinik Shabbos and Shmir Shabbos that brings us to Nach Lebli Mitzarim? That was the original question of the Sikha. Then we had two additional questions is we said that specifically because of Yaakov, are we Zeichatanach Lebli Mitzarim? So because he, because it's written by him that he did Shemir Shabbos. So even though, even Avram Avinu, all the others did Shabbos. But Avram, Yaakov had a special connection. So we want to know what's that special connection that Yaakov had. And two, why was that specifically connected to Tathunim? So in order to explain that, we first gave HaGdama. The HaGdama was explain the difference between Shabbos and all other mitzvahs. That Shabbos, um, everybody is equal in the idea of Shavisa. Other mitzvahs, there are differences between Siddiquim and simple people. But by shvisa, not doing work, everyone is the same, <coughs> and we explain why does, why is that that everybody is the same by shvisa? Because the union of comes from the yichida of the Nefesh, comes from the essence of the neshama, and the essence of the neshama is higher than all the different levels of seichel and midos. It's how you are one with Hashem, and just like Hashem is completely unified, similarly every single Jew is unified within Hashem, and they are on the same level, and that's why we can all do shvisa equally. He v'sifeh he nay, this is the reason why the echida of the nafsh is complete by every single Yid, regardless of what he's using his energy for, whether you know if it's good or for bad. It's because the level of echida is separated from the kaichos of the person. It's higher than the ability to be revealed. Meaning is that even if a person is doing the wrong thing, that doesn't have an effect on the Echidah. Because it's like, you know, in a, in a sense, uh, like when a person does something wrong, God forbid, it doesn't change Hashem, um, you know, take away from Hashem. Hashem is completely higher than all of this. Whether you do good things or bad things, it doesn't change the essence of who Hashem is. Hashem is eternal and unchanging. So similarly, in a way, the Neshama be it is also uh, eternal and unchanging. So it doesn't change based on how you act. Zoi so, samerus, meaning, The echidah of the nefesh is even higher than the level of makif and the neshama. What are the makif and the neshama? So just to give a quick idea, the person has what are called the koiches premium. Koiches premium are more the koiches which are defined powers, you know, you have a power of sight, a power of hearing, a power of thinking, a power of touch—a very defined type of uh, of capability, which is also confined to a particular part of the person. You know, the, the mind is the thinking. A sight comes from the power. Uh, comes from, is is in the eyes. Hearing is in the ears. Um, then you have the levels of ma'qifin, which don't have any particular part in the body, uh, and they're much harder to define. For example, the idea of will. You know, willpower. Willpower doesn't have any particular doesn't have a particular kayak where it's revealed. Wherever, it, it's revealed where it's needed in a sense. A person needs to survive uh, and he needs to run. He'll run a lot faster because of his desire to, uh, to survive. So the rut is revealed in his legs. If he's being chased uh, <laughs> being chased by a wild animal, which I guess like a dog or something, which can climb, like a wolf, and he, he'll climb even though he doesn't usually know how to climb. So that's, the, the kayak is revealed more in his arms. So that type of uh, idea, uh, you know, if he has to think faster, whatever it is, the, the rutsen will be revealed in any part of the body where it's needed. It doesn't have any particular part and also doesn't have any particular limitation. Seichel has limits. Uh, you know, it's how much do you understand. You go from Aleph to base to Gimel. Um, also with all the different, how, much, how fast could you run in a regular situation? Maybe yeah, a bit, sometimes you're a bit faster, a bit slower, but it's all limited. When rutsen all of a sudden gets involved, it could be unlimited. You usually run one mile per hour. When that wolf is chasing, you're able to go 15 miles per an hour. It's, it's not because you've changed. It's the and that, uh, in a sense, brings in a whole new type of power within you. Okay, that, that's the idea of the makifen. So that's double, there's makifen, that's the idea of rutsen. There's also the idea of pleasure, where a person enjoys also has very powerful effects on the person, as could be imagined. Um, but... What, what the point is, though, that these have a certain effect on the person. And they are affected by the person. For example, if a person doesn't have legs, you could be a wolf chasing you, but you're not going to be able to run very fast. Right. He says, That even these levels of makifin, so they're too high in a sense, being clothed and being confined by the body. So these are very powerful krechahs in Hashem that can't be confined. Therefore, it could overpower the body. That's the idea. It's like it's bleak vul, this idea of Ratsan. The are is trying to bring out that idea. It's a makif. It's too high to be confined by the body. It's able to make you run faster, think faster. Um, and it has an effect on the person. we by Hasidus, Amayim, razal Lai, Chazi, Chazi, Chazal, Talas, that by the, that by, uh, the party of Bidaniil and al Shatzar, that the, everyone got scared when there was this writing on the wall, they couldn't see the writing. Only Daniel can see it and read it, but everyone felt it. Something Everyone realized there's something going on. How? It's because it says the mazl, the mazl is the on the neshama, the makif of the neshama above, was able to see what was going on, and that had an effect on the body. That subconscious power has effects on the person. and from this level of mazl neshama, which is the makif, if a person gets thoughts of repentance without any preparations. So meaning is your neshama above sees uh, you know, the greatness of Hashem or sees different things, able to appreciate different things, and all of a sudden has a powerful desire to return to Hashem. So even though you never thought about necessarily returning to Hashem, but all of a sudden you have these thoughts to return. Where does it come from? Why all of a sudden do you have desire to go to shul? Why all of a sudden do you have desire to learn? You didn't prepare for it. You didn't. weren't into it yesterday. You know, I weren't into it this morning. All of a sudden, it comes. Why? It's because the, the, there's a powerful desire above, and that desire is able to be to, to influence you. <laughs> the v'na, is actually—it's too great, too exalted—to have any um, revealed effect on the person. Therefore, it, it appears that if it has no connection to him at all, um, it, it appears that you know the Yechida is unchanging, and it doesn't feel like it has any effect on the person. It's not like an idea of rotten or even pleasure. It's it's above that. So ratzin, a person can have a ratzin and have an effect on it, a person can have timing that has an effect on it. Yechida, there is it's not defined in any type of experience that a person has. The only... Time that really may be the easiest way to experience it, maybe, or, or understand what it is, is really by, by Kiddush Hashem. Like a person, you know, if you give the most extreme type of an example, is like the, the time you of the Kal column, the lowly person that is willing to go on a serious nefesh or Hashem. Why? At that moment of time, it doesn't make sense to him to go on a serious nefesh. He doesn't have a great love for Hashem. He doesn't have a great fear for Hashem. So why is he going on a serious nefesh? There's no effect. There's nothing that affected him. It's not like he had a great powerful ruts to connect to God, and therefore all of a sudden there's a powerful love and fear of Hashem He's going to go to Messrs That would be if it's a lower level of Makkah. That's not what's happening. The essence of Messrs Nefesh is even when there's no desire and there's no love, there's no fear, there's no background, there's nothing to prove, and, all, and the person's going to Messrs anyways, that's because of the echidah. It didn't have any effect on the person. But on the other hand, that is the essence, who the person is, therefore He's still going to go to Messrs So it didn't have any effect on His body on the other hand, he's still going on with mysterious because the Yechida is still the essence of who the person is. Um, fine. Therefore, it's impossible that the, the, that the resting of the Yechida will be in, in the kalim of the body. Not only are they not on the epinemiastic kalim of the person, but not even of the Makifim, of the person like his clothing and house. Um, and Chasidis, you know, gives mashalam of what the idea of panimis a makif is. It says panimis is like food. Uh, the makif we have two types of makif. There's like the makif which is clothes like clothing. Clothing is a makif. Um, you know it's not it's not internalized. You could put it on, you could take it off. Um, but it's it's a makif but it's a makif that fits you. I can't wear somebody that's much shorter or much taller than me these clothing. It's a type of clothing that fits me. It's a makif, I don't need to wear it, but it does fit who I am. And it has an effect. It protects me from the cold, from the heat. It also gives a certain aura. I'm wearing very fancy clothes, and I feel very confident if my clothes are all stained. I'll feel the opposite of confidence. So the clothing is a makif, like why do I feel very confident when wearing a fancy clothing, and I feel the opposite of confidence when wearing messy, dirty clothing. Like, did I personally change? No. But clothing does have an effect on a person. That's called the mock of a karv. While the bias is called the mock of a rochic. It's more distant. Uh, anybody can go into a house. I can go into the house. Any, anybody's able to go into a house. It doesn't fit you uh, in a very particular way like clothing. But still, it's something that you need to go there. It's not everywhere. You're going into this house and it's able to um, surround you and protect you. And maybe, and gives you certain feelings of pleasure, like it says, by a person who owns a home, he's a person. Why? Because he feels a certain, a person can only be himself when he's in his home. I Meaning, in a sense, his essence, not the essence of the Neshama talking but over here, but a certain level of pleasure and, and um, feeling at ease is there when you're in a home. That's why I believe levushim is a mashal usually for ratan. Right? So the particular kachos of the person are being enhanced because of ratan while bias is more connected to the idea of timing, where um, a person is just brought up to, like, in a sense, like a whole higher plane of, of living. When you're having pleasure, you're just brought in. Like it just brings an extra level of, of uh, broadness to your mind, to your heart. Um, okay, those are two ways, in a sense, to have that broadness. Right? You have the, either the powerful rutsun, or sometimes it's not even the rutsun that's pushing you. It's just that you're just on a higher plane. That's why it says there's a story without the rebbe that he was at one of the debates that they had with the the Mestai in the early years, that he was in a shul, and people asked him questions, very deep questions, and what he did was he sang a nigan. and when he sang the nigan, all the answers that these people had were automatically answered. Like, they they were brought to a deeper level of a a, a deeper dimension, in a sense, within themselves, by that nigan and therefore they were able to figure out what the answer is on their own. That's the idea of like a house. But the idea is that these are shayrah, these are things that are ma'kifan on the neshama. Therefore, they need to have a place to reside. If a person, you know, he could be on the highest level of on the highest level of tainug, but that's not going to be able to make you um, understand how to speak a language which, which you can't, which we don't know. I don't speak Arabic. On a high level of pleasure will not all of a sudden be able to give me that capability. It might be able to give me a, a greater ability to understand a, a piece of Gemara or a Maim or but it's not going to give me a capability to understand something which I have no preparations for at all. And the reason is that all these things have a connection and they're somewhat limited to the person himself. These words are not only set of garden clothing which is called in Hasidic the closed makif because they surround the person in a way that fits according to his measurements. Even the house which is called a distant makif also, yeshla gankim even that, even a house has a certain connection and a relative level to the person. There's even limitations on, on, on a house. You need to be in the house for it to protect you. It needs to be your house, uh, whatever it is. Therefore, it cannot be, um, it can, we cannot have it with the Yichida revealed within the person. The it can, you can't. You can't have the hachras ichida which is completely separated from the person, even on the person's tiny for So it's not even on your tiny. or my tiny could appreciate ikida Even your tiny cannot appreciate. Something which is above that. It doesn't have, it's like a Hashem. And it is like Hashem. ikida means it's connected to Hashem. Hashem is not defined in Tiny. Hashem is not defined in ratzen. Ta'inig doesn't appreciate Hashem any more than ratzen or seichel or so Hashem is completely higher than any of these gugar Hashem is completely postured and simplistic. So there's no powers that we have that's able to appreciate something which is p- completely believable. He says, so where do we have this ashras yechida? Right, which is interesting, because essentially we're saying that the ashras is something which cannot really be revealed in this world. There is no definition. But of course, Hashem in his great kindness, he, he he tries to he makes things being expressed some way in this world that we can have some type of, of an appreciation from it, so therefore the way how it's expressed in this world is a me'ain at least a a me'ain of how it really is in the supernal worlds. Um, you know, for example, it says um, like the man is lacham in is the bread of Hashem, so bread of Hashem, or in Hasidus explains how it comes from like the Pshitas and the, thai, the highest levels, the highest Madragas, which has low limitations. But when it comes into this world, it needs to be something physical. So, so how, how does that work? So it says that the man was in this world, but it could taste whatever, it had any taste in the world. It could be able to taste like anything, what a person thought about. So it doesn't, so in a certain way, it's able to express what it truly is. So even my Hashem have the Yechida dwell in this world to be revealed in this world in a certain way that kind of expresses how it really doesn't have any limitations so how is that done? these are in the four Amas of the person the Yechida is revealed within the four Amas that a person has um, as we will explain meaning is I'll just give it to you now That like on Shabbos for example we said that the Tchum Shabbos if you walk out of the Tchum you only have your four amas. Why do you have four amas? Like, maybe just where you are, standing, you shouldn't be able to move because you left your tacham. Don't move at all. Why do you have four amas? So we're saying is because your four amas are really still part of you. The four amas of the person is part of the person. How, what does that mean? It's because the of the person, dwells within the four amas that surround the person. So your echidah is the essence of who you are. So you really, you're, you are within those dalar amas because your, your echidah is there. Therefore, you can walk in that whole four amas radius because you are there. Why is the Dalai Ramas, why is Yechida revealed in the Dalai Ramas? Because it's, it's, it expresses what Yechida is in a, uh, at least a little bit. On one hand, the Yechida is who you are. It's you. On the other hand, there's no limitations to it. Wherever you walk, you have these Dalai Ramas. It's not you have to go to the house. You have to put certain clothes on. You could be anywhere and you have your Dalai Ramas. You could be Rosh uh, Rabin For halachic purposes, Dalai Ramas is usually important for uh, halacha purposes in Mishra Surabim, but technically, even in Mishra Surabim, you have your Dalad amas. You have the Dalad Amos, You have always this idea of the four amos which surround you, and that's that's your personal space. So it's anywhere, so it doesn't have any type of limitations. It's not even on you, or a makif that surrounds you, that has the definition. It will be anywhere you are in this world, so you have that, in a sense, that limitless type of idea. On the other hand, it's still connected to you. So that's, you know, the yikhida. Okay, so the uh, shrasa so, is <laughs> in the four amas of the person. This is the ultimate level of distance that there's no greater distance in it. Therefore, it's, therefore, Yichida is able to be revealed within these four amas because that's the greatest distance that we have um, that we can think of in this world. He says, Chazal uh, tells about the Dal Amis that it says in the Pasuk, a person is supposed to stay in his place. Do not leave your mocking. Because on Shabbos it's revealed the Yechidah, and the Yechidah is in the four Amis of the person. Therefore, when he leaves the Tchum, you're not allowed to leave what your makim is. Whatever your makim is, you cannot leave it. So therefore, if a person's not on the tukhom, the passage is telling us you only get those uh, four hours. Also look at our 35, La um higher, sorry, not 35, 33. Um, right, because it gives a Erevin, Yishami, and Da'al, and Tukhomis, Minazil, Etc. extra Shagam tilt the dalan amis b'shush sarabim l'mushan. That also the moving of four amis carrying something in b'shush the four amis is learned from there. You're not allowed to carry on Shabbos if there's no erev, but you are allowed to carry within your Dalat amis. It's only once you take something from one set of dalan amis to another set of dalan amis that's when you're over. Why? What's the logic? The reasoning is because within your own four amis, it never really left its place. It's only when it leaves the dalan amis and then it's going to a new place, um, then you're going to be over. Sivvav. Now, according to all this, we can understand the connection of Uferats to the Mitzvah Shabbos. Our original question is, why by Mitzvah Shabbos are you zeiched at this idea of Uferats to the Mitzvah? Uferats to the Mitzvah. That this nakhla it's the true essence of this nakhla refers to the breath of Hashem, the essence of Hashem, that Hashem has no Hagbalis. So, in saying that you are getting a nachla b'limetzar means that you are inheriting Hashem. Okay. Therefore, this bracha is nimshach is drawn and comes to us through shmir shabbos, because through shmir shabbos, which is the idea of menucha, which is the idea of einig, from that that, that comes from Hashem. from Hashem. From Hashem, from the essence of Hashem is where the menucha comes from. So, when we get that menucha, we're really connected to Hashem Himself. Therefore, ultimately, the nachla that we get. As a is connected to that, you reach the the, the, the menucha, Therefore, the nachla comes from that same spot. It comes from Hashem. So the next question was, what's the difference between Shmir Shabbos of Yaakov and Abram? So this is the difference. So the next question and So this is the difference. By Avram, the prat of guarding Shabbos was was included within the, the fulfillment of all other mitzvahs. It was fulfillment with the kollosatayr, because his idea, his purpose, was not to reveal the Mailah of Shmir Shabbos regarding all other mitzvahs. Avram's union was not to reveal the idea of ichida. Avram's union was to reveal the union of chasid into the world. Therefore, it wasn't expressed. Um, in Torah, Avram's keeping of Shabbos. I, of course, Avram kept Shabbos. True, that wasn't his uh, specific opinion. Therefore, wasn't revealed uh, by him, and definitely wasn't revealed with that same special quality that Yaakov Avinu. Because Yaakov Avinu's neshama was specifically qualified to reveal the quality of Yichida. Dafka liYaakov, Yaakov, kavim Shehu, dafka Says Yaakov, he is the middle. Uh, middle kav, you know in Kabbalah you have the right side is uh, chesed and, um, um, and um sorry, um chesed and Netzach. then we have the left side, which is the, the side of Vura which is bina, Vura and hoyd, but then you have the middle kav which is sometimes either keser or das, then we have teferes, and then you have yisoyd so the idea of the middle kav, which is yaqib is they're, they're the ones that connect opposites it's the idea of harmony Chesed is opposite of gevura. Even chachma bina are opposite. Chachma is to try to encapsulate the idea into one particular point. Like What's the essence? What's the, the kudus union? While bina is to try to break it up and to analyze it and, and to break it into more details. So the idea is that Yaakov is that middle rung that he's able to take opposites, in a sense, be able to harmonize and put them both together. Because we always need, you can't all have pure khat, you can't have gevura. You need to have, be able to have both. You need to have that harmony. And really the way to have that harmony is by revealing a power which is greater than both of them, right? When you have the power, like a plan, Chesed's plan on its own is just, let's do kindness. Gvura is just, let's just do Gvura. Rachmanis is able to reach the penimious plan, like a much deeper plan, the essence of what Hashem really wants, basically, in our situation. And therefore it's able to take Gvura and Chesed as needed to accomplish what Hashem's plan is. (laughs) Shaboyi ha'yabitl b'tachos. Uh, and, and how is he to that? Because he has the ultimate level of bitul, Right, When you're in Yinach's you're not the ultimate level of bittul because you have a certain agenda, even if it's a holy agenda. Your Yinin is Avishisro. So, whenever there's Should I do obviously or Should I dab in with a minion well, What's the question? Avishisro, of course. If you're in Yininach's not the what does Allah say? Allah says, Oh, right now is the time of the minion I can't uh, start, you know, doing obviously Yisroel or doing other things. Right now, I'm, I'm supposed to be, you know, davening right now with the minyana. It's You can't. So there's always things that are holding you back. But when you have the minyana of Bitl, then it's able to see the bigger picture. What exactly does Hashem want me in this particular minyana? That's the my love of, of a mashpia, especially the minyana of a rabbi, is able to, in a sense, when you have these spiritual uh, dilemmas, these, uh, should I, you know, A is good, B is also important. What am I supposed to do? It's that's when you need the mashfiah that has the idea of, of, of Yaakov, that is the timis, the emets, the truth, seeing what's the ultimate purpose, what's the right thing to do in this type of situation. And that comes through a lot of bitol, without, without having any agendas. That's why the Allah is like Hillel and not like Shammais, because Hillel was, it says he was humble. Because when you're humble, you're able to, in a sense, understand, uh, definitely intuitively, Hashem wants. That's why at the beginning of the Pasik, it says that your children will be like the dirt of the earth. Ufarat's the Meaning a is Meaning that the offer is the idea of the ultimate level of bittl. That's the idea of Yechida. And that is expressed in the union of uh, Shmir shabbos. So answer question, the second question. Um so just look at R thirty seven. I thought it was just interesting. He says R thirty seven. R twenty four. This is the Siddur of Chasidus. It says Right. That idea of the Menucha Shlema, that's connected to Yaakov. It says R eight seder The zeh the That this is connected. to the third Siddur of Shabbos, it says by that third meal a and you will feast from the Nachlo of Yaakov the because the oinig the pleasure of the third meal is atzmasatani kapashet which is bchinas nachla which is the union of Yaakov. Um, so he so said, look at tzamach Shu which is the essence of pleasure which is the shelmay lgam bchinas is the is union of sliiv is the union of the Makif. But this, the highest meal is really the suddesh Shlishis, which is also why the third meal is is the riven the riven is, is the suddesh of sheil that's why it's also very important to remember to eat something. On the other hand, the mean chabad is not to have a gansa meal, but really just to have a t'imah in a sense like uh, the time is the la'as, a la'vay, as- when e'im ba'yachid but still it's important not to forget about it. Zayim, kam So therefore, it's, to answer the third question, why was it specifically mentioned about tchumin? This in your Tshm'ashamis. He says, Kazat shal He says the person's tchum is similar to his Da'al Amas. Because the person's tchum is his place. When you make a tchum, you make those 2,000 amas, you're mocking. That's why the dinim of tchum is also learned from the same pasik. When it says ayyat to Ishmael Mukaymai, so we learn out A, that a person has a tchum of 2000 amas, and we also learn out B, that if a person leaves his makim, that a person leaves the tchum, that he's not allowed to leave his makim where he is now, which is dalan amas. So really, the word mukaymai has two Persian. It means his dalan amas, which when he's left the tchum, he only gets dalan amas. And it also means the tchum itself, that his 2000 amas, is also his makim. How could your 2000 amas be a makim? It must mean. That the Gili of Yechidah is also connected to the Juthum, to your 2000 Amas, also has a connection to A Rasigdan Akher, and another way of saying it, Yishleim or Vedach that never says that, this is a Chidach Rahabah. Shikshem Shriyashna Hashras, Bechinis Yechid Vedala Amasha Adam, Kashriyashna Hashras, Gam, Me'ain Zab, <Hebrew> Mukema Klaalla Sha'alam Betum Shlaid, just like there's Hashras and in the four Amas of the person, there's also a Yeshra, Me'ain Zah, something, Me'ain of this Hashras. In his the general makim of the person, which is his tchum, became Therefore, even though yechidah is expressed in the meaning of kim shabbos in general, because remember the whole union of shabbos is menucha. Menucha comes from Hashem. So, the person is having menucha, he's really connecting to the essence of Hashem, so it's connected to shabbos in general. But nonetheless, nonetheless, by the union tchum, it's, it's mamish revealed in the greatest way because by the union tchumim, you can see the union of yichida revealed. Literally in this world